Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Like, say I want to see what you're doing and who you're hanging with, and you're not posting about it on your story. I can just stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's weird. You do that? No, I don't do that. I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages and keep it between friends, and then use that money to buy something at a store with Apple Pay. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Maybe. Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Terms apply. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit TomboyX.com. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and I Fund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. A new season of Bridgerton is here, and with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two-time People's Choice Award-winning podcast. Hello, everybody. We're scrubbing in. What? Scrub-a-dub-dub. Scrub-a-dub-dub. So I came into Tanya's. I just had a Lunchable in the car, and I was needing <laughs> some sweets. And a Lunchable. <laughs> a Lunchable. Like, I haven't had a Lunchable since I was 12 years old. Maybe 15. Well, I am sorry for that, for you. So I came in. Tanya is always upstairs in her office before like I never see her until I walk upstairs so I come in and she was like we grab the computer off the bar and so I grabbed the computer and then I went to her little candy stash which is mostly like smart sweets and uh starburst literally that's it 
got the mini starburst out, came up to have me a little sugary treat. And she had a Reese's Sticks pack waiting for me, which is my favorite candy. So it's just a good day. It's her favorite candy and it's not easy to find. Although I'm not saying that I go out to the grocery store and look for it often, but usually you know when you're checking out at the grocery store and they have all those candies to the side, they always have peanut butter cups. Mm-hmm. Always, but they never have the sticks. And those sticks are Becca's favorite. So I saw them the other day and I, I bought them for you because I just had to. Justice for the sticks. Yeah. Yeah. They need more recognition. <laughs> um, so I just put them up here, like where your microphone is, just to have it here. And waiting. I ate all of them. I ate both of them already. Quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were, before they we were, even started. <laughs> they were mowed down in three ish minutes if that um so becca is about to start her period in case anybody's curious easton (laughs) asked what phase the rhesus sticks phases of the the cycle and i said it was the lunar cycle and tanya corrected me and apparently that's not one of the luteal the luteal lunar means you're almost done with your luteal phase correct means you're just about to hit your menstrual phase I thought you just had your menstrual phase. I did. It goes menstrual and then follicular and then ovulatory and then luteal and then menstrual and just goes around. And then circular. Exactly. No circular. (laughs) There's no circular. I mean, the whole thing is kind of circular. It is. It's a circle. It is very circular. But I have to say, okay, so I haven't, people have been asking me if I noticed a difference and I got my period like a week and a half into really starting this thing. So I think it was too too soon to tell so i think my next one i think i'm really gonna that's when i'll see the difference feel the difference Mm -hmm. but as i'm being more aware of these phases of my cycle it's really weird because i'm feel like i'm just getting more in tune with my body and so spoiler alert or like tmi alert whatever you don't like period talk maybe skip the next 15 seconds (laughs) but i'm about to start i'm entering my ovulatory phase and that's when you kind of get that like discharge yeah and i'm i got it today and i'm like oh my god like i'm so on sync with my cycle like i it all is starting to make sense wait so you're saying because today's your first day of that yeah and you had the 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 results of it yes but normally i would just get it and you don't think twice you know what i mean like you just get it a little bit you don't really think about it Mm -hmm. and now i'm like oh my gosh like i had just entered my ovulatory phase and i got that and i'm like oh my gosh my cycle syncing is Correct. Uh, you really find the bright side in it. I mean, the situation. body is such a beautiful thing. It, <laughs> it just is. So crazy. I don't know. If discharge is like where I go. Like, wow, <laughs> this is like amazing. But the body is amazing, and it's actually really cool because, like, I'll most likely never do what you're doing. So it's cool to hear the what you're noticing and like the yeah, re- results. and like they. I was reading that the follicular phase is is the phase right after you. Um, are on your period. So it's the first day that you're not on your period. And they say that you're supposed to have this kind of, um, uh, like creativity and a lot of energy and just like wanting to get a lot of stuff done and be super productive. And I was in that phase. I was like super motivated and inspired and I set goals and like, I don't know, it's just, it's fascinating to me. But when I think of you, I think of you always being that way. I mean, (laughs) It's, but I also like during my, during my period, I did a lot of yoga, which I, and I took a day off, which I like never do. So I don't know. I'm feeling, it's feeling fun. It'd be, 
interesting to find out like, oh, Taylor Swift wrote folklore in her like UDL thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to hear yeah. like if it's supposed to be this like burst of creativity and energy, like like there must be some great works that have been completed in that phase by <laughs> They do our say women. there there are they, they say like to kind of try and stack if you if you're able to with work stuff, like stack your stuff that you need your creativity and you need your energy for around this phase. Um, wow. It is very interesting. I don't know. So every meal that you're making and everything, is it a specific like recipe or are you just no it's that's just the like, thing it's really oh. it's easy because there's a chart you can literally google the chart and it's for every phase it just kind of tells you what like fruits vegetables meat and oh, like grains okay. are good for that so it's basically just kind of to because there's so much you. nutrients mm-hmm. in food you know there's mm-hmm. so much like nutrients in the food that we eat so i basically just kind of like let's say pumpkin seeds are what I'm supposed to be eating right now. I'll throw pumpkin seeds on my salad or, you know, kind of like I eat fruit every day. So I'll just kind of buy whatever fruit is good for my phase that, you know, those next couple of days. So I'm just doing it kind of slowly and integrating it into my normal life. I'm not like doing any crazy changes. Mm-hmm. So it's easy. I've had a few moments in life when I've been really happy to be a dude. <laughs> Like when my wife was in labor yeah, and this one, those yeah. three come to mind. The two laborers in this moment now are the three moments I've been happiest to be a dude. Well, yeah, because you know what? All these studies that come out about all these new, you know, these new diets that work like a charm. And, you know, you what was the one where you eat like a bunch of bacon and cheese and like Atkins? Atkins. Oh. Yeah. You know, you're going to lose all this fat. Da, 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 but they only test these things on men and men's bodies. And the testosterone is so different from the woman's body. And so we're like being told all this stuff. And, you know, I'm one of those people I used to buy into the, all that stuff. I would try every diet under the sun. And it's like, doesn't work for us. I mean, I've tried every, I mean, when I say try, I've done it for like maybe two days where, <laughs> <laughs> where they're like, do this and you will lose weight rapidly. And I'm like, I, I'm on it. I'm on it. And then I buy all of it. I do it for like two days. And I'm like, nope, I'm hungry. No results. Done. Going back to my Reese's sticks. Yeah. <laughs> Starburst minis. So, I mean, I do want to say too, like, I'm not a doctor and I'm not. And Lunchables. <laughs> oh, I'm Lunchables. Okay. So the Lunchable was a quick grab at Target the other day. I was like, that sounds like it could hit at the right time. And as I was walking out the door to go to the podcast, I thought, this is the right time. <laughs> like, how do you have energy to do things? I really don't. Like, I have to, like, mentally create it. I don't have, like, the physical energy. Okay, so that makes sense. Yeah, I'm not, like, <laughs> trying to act like I feel great all the time. Right. If I had a Lunchable, I feel like I would... you probably throw up. <laughs> you think? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what your body would I'm do. I'm not hitting on Lunchables. I think they're delicious. They're but I think so everybody's good. different, too. I, 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 I don't eat great. I don't eat like you do, Tanya, and I feel great all the time. Yeah, I a lot mean, of energy. Yes, interesting. If I'm Let's doing, go. Like if I'm having like a balance and like eating, you know, I can eat kind of like whatever during the day, but then have like a healthyish dinner, and I'm like working out consistently. I'm fine. Yeah, but like lately, I've just been off the rails. <laughs> like no control. Like normally, if we order pizza, I'll get like cauliflower crust or gluten free. So I actually feel like pretty good after i eat it yeah lately i've been going like original crust and it is so freaking good <laughs> <laughs> I'm like why do i stray from this heaven 
I know. Well, I actually did want to say because I had a girl reach out to me on Instagram um, because she was saying how I should be more clear that I'm not doing this in, like doing the cycle syncing to lose weight because I think I may maybe made it confusing because I said the so- or Red Star and I went and got our body fat tested. <laughs> Um, but I'm not, I'm not doing it to lose weight. I'm really doing it to balance my hormones, but there is, Mm -hmm. they do say that if you follow it, your body will basically your body's kind of a reaction to the workouts that I'm doing. So if I'm working with my cycle, I think I will see a physical change, but I want to make it clear that I'm not doing it because of that. My understanding was that you are knocked out by your time of the month every month and you're tired of it and you want to do something to to help your body through it and make it more balanced. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I have my period. My period doesn't have me anymore. Okay. That's right. I guess the thing is, I think if I had more of a, if I, if I dealt with a horrible period every single month, I would probably be more into like, I would be like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to look into this because it's not like it's going anywhere. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we have it, but it doesn't have us. Mm -hmm. And, um, but mine are like pretty, you know, I just eat what I normally eat, crave what I normally crave and get it done. No, no more Grim Reaper. Those days are gone. Bye. Um, Hopefully. We'll see. You are so ambitious and creative, though. Like, this weekend, you, y'all were, like, making the... What do you call those cakes? The, uh, like, sprinkle exploding surprise yeah. cake. <laughs> there was, like, a fish on Red Star's Instagram story of, like basically missing the face and the tail which may have scarred me for the weekend and then it scarred me he had to google how to cut it he was like uh i don't know how to do this i that needed a trigger warning because i was like not ready for it and then yeah y'all like it was like y'all are just like throwing dinner parties on the weekends and looked fun thank you i you know i like to do it up I like to have a fat. I like oh, to. I know. I, I don't know. I'm just kind of in this thing. I think, I mean, I've always been this way, but it's like, why do something half ass? Why not go all out and make it an experience? So we were doing like a sushi night. And uh-huh. so I was like, let's get a fish and like make the rolls. And I got little lanterns from Amazon to put um, in the backyard. <laughs> so they like made like a vibe. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I started doing it in the pandemic because we couldn't go anywhere and we couldn't oh, yeah. do things like that. But I kind of like it. And so I think I want to keep it going. Well, that's good. When I have sushi, I, I simply get on my DoorDash app and I say type in sushi and find the <laughs> shortest delivery time. And she gets ordered. I do, a, yeah, I do have to say it takes a long time. With a high service charge, I will say. Um, no, I really appreciate that about you because I'm not that way. And I was looking like, God, this is so ambitious. And I'm like, I'm glad that she's dating someone who is equally ambitious enough for the challenge of these like <laughs> grand activities on the regular. Because, you know, not everyone is like capable of doing that <laughs> no you should have seen so we went to we had like a date night the other night and so we went out to dinner right and it was the first night of my follicular phase and so i was like mm-hmm. we have to like make some goals we have to set some goals together um and individually and together and so we sit down to dinner and i pull out this like notebook that i have and like his name's written in it my name's written in it and then it says as a couple and i start <laughs> making us 
<laughs> set goals <laughs> as we order our wine. <laughs> and I was like, bless you for, I mean, he loves it too. Like, cause it starts to get his brain thinking about things mm. that he wants to do. I think maybe there's a time mm. and a place for the goal setting. <laughs> I don't know if the restaurant is it, but <laughs> to each his own. I think he enjoyed it. He's good about at least seeming like he enjoys it. I that's the that's it. I feel like I should send him flowers or a card or something and just be like, "Thank you for handling her." <laughs> I know there's always like the level of just normal, and then there's like the Tanya level. Like I always just take it one step too far, or like one step above normal. So. One. One. <laughs> I made us like matching aprons for the sushi uh, night. With, oh like, yeah. Hats. Oh my god. Oh, I didn't see the hats. But I, I couldn't thought, wear it. I, I couldn't wear it. It was so bad. <laughs> but he like tickles me and and wears it or not tickles me. What is the word? Humors me. I was like, he tickles you in the <laughs> apron or is that foreplay? What are you humors me and wears it, which I appreciate. You know. Yeah, I we all appreciate it because really, <laughs> yeah, you more than anyone because I, I would be, yeah, I would be in a matching apron, and she'd probably make me wear the hat too. So you know those. So I bought those matching sweatshirts. Um, the what is it? She's my sweet, but you're you're my sweet potato, and the other one says yes, I am. Yeah. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I bought those and. I'm trying to make either Becca wear them with me or Red Star. Red Star said he would wear it if there was an occasion. And so I need to find my goal is to find a sweet potato festival or something. Oh my, some oh sort my God. Of- Tanya, what? <laughs> We're all exhausted for Red Star. I need to send him to Miraval retreat in Arizona alone. <laughs> So he can recharge. That's his own fault. I would love to just wear them around to like bop around town on a Saturday. But he said he'd only wear it for a special well, I occasion. Like a special occasion could be when we all do go on our podcast trip. Oh, <gasps> <laughs> could you imagine him getting on a plane with me in that thing? Oh, my he God. Will, he wears that Tanya face shirt all over the place. Like, what do you mean? Of course he will. <gasps> That's a great idea. I'm going to suggest it. I would do that over a sweet potato festival activity, (laughs) wherever those happen. I don't know. I know. I've never heard of one, but I was like, (laughs) put Easton on the case. I feel like Easton, if anybody could find me one, it's Easton. I've been to a lot of food centric festivals in my time. Do you think there's (laughs) There's a sweet potato festival somewhere? Oh, yeah, there definitely is. Stand by. (laughs) Okay. By the way, I think that's going to be really cute. It's going to be really fun. I'm super excited. I wish it was sooner. It's going to be here before you know it. I know, but like right now it feels far. My first um, my first reaction when we found out we were doing this Napa trip was, should we all make matching shirts? Yeah, she said that in the group <laughs> chat. Um, Which was followed by a lot of crickets. Because <laughs> it's like summer camp. We're taking a bunch of podcasts and we're all going away for the weekend. I told Haley about the shirts and she goes... Why does Tanya always have to take it one step too far? (laughs) I go, I don't know. I told her, listen, if you want to make shirts, then you make shirts. And that's where I left it. Yeah. Thank you. Because like, why just live life? You know, like live life to the extreme. But on the flip side, why can't we just live life without 
that, matching you know? shirts how cute <laughs> yeah. is that are you kidding I think there's two sides of that why can't we just live life like bringing me back to my sorority days when i was Ugh. thriving oh my god yeah there is a sweet potato festival uh, this september in livingston california a short four and a half hour drive from here perfect it, uh, done you can make it happen done. i feel like i've been there don't don't he doesn't want to do that don't don't do that don't. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, what's the word? I'm gonna uh, preface. Not do that. No, no, no. I'm gonna blo- lob the idea of wearing them on the plane. Yeah, I think that's that feels nicer than why y'all even that? Why not just like maybe? How about this? When the two of you leave the hotel room in Napa to go to the studio where you're doing the podcast, you will wear them on that walk. It'll be adorable. You'll do the podcast in those shirts. Uh, You'll go back to the hotel in those shirts, and then you can change into something for the evening. That's that great. sounds like, I like reasonable that. to me. I like okay. that plan. I like that plan. Okay. That's cute. That's super cute. Yeah. So uh, we're... a few people might see you, but he's not being paraded around. I, I just speaking as a guy, I could tolerate that. Is so? Who wears the Yes I Am shirt? Me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just not it's not great for him. <laughs> Fine, I'll wear it the other way around. I don't it's care. Ne- neither op. I mean, I don't know why I asked as if it mattered, but I didn't know if you had different sizes, but No. There's something uh is it ema- demasculating or emasculating? Emasculating. I think it's emasculating, but it means d. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wearing matching outfits is demasculating. Uh, like yes i or you're my sweet potato yes Yes, i I am am. (laughs) it's funny like the photo that y'all get in it is gonna be really cute and like we're all gonna be like oh my gosh wow aren't robbie and donnie cute (laughs) (laughs) but yeah wait maybe i don't do it in front of like people that he hasn't met yeah yeah give him give him no no, you should introduce him with that wearing (laughs) that that's a great way to break the ice (laughs) yeah yeah maybe i won't make him do it in front of people he hasn't met yet All right, we're going to take a break, but first I want to talk about Zuru. Summer just got crazy with color. Crazy bunch of balloons by Zuru are here to help unleash summer fun. It's super easy by simply attaching the stem to a hose. You can fill and tie 100 water balloons in 60 seconds. Bunch of balloons are now made from certified recycled plastic. It's funny that this is a sponsor leading up to the 4th of July because last 4th of July, my wife bought some of these and said, here, go figure this out. And I looked at it. I was like, I was skeptical. I was like, no way this is going to work, right? I can't really do this many balloons at the same time. But you plug it onto your hose and it's amazing. Look at this. And you don't have to tie them. They tie themselves. Honestly, I've been using these with my niece and my nephew for a while now. And it's the easiest thing. You just literally screw the top of it to your hose it fills them all up and as they the water balloons fill like they get to their size they just fall yeah. off the stick and they're dirty yeah. tied it's a miracle i'm sending this to my no, sister it's for my so nephews easy, and i bet you the time that you save on making how many ever water balloons come on the thing is insane and then you don't have to like, get your fingers all hurt by yeah, like tying oh, them oh, yeah. it's the worst so anyways, on that note, our friends at Zuru Toys just sent us an amazing surprise unboxing experience to prepare us for the ultimate water fight. Jump into summer with an all-out water balloon fight or blast away with X-Shot Fast Fill Water Blasters. For the little ones, we have tons of bubble-blowing fun with glove bubble Can I rant for a sec? Please. 
pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They know the feeling and their authenticity experts live for it. When that sneaker sole hits the court and hits you right in your soul. When catching a streetwear drop means everyone else is catching envy. When that watch seems to stop time, that handbag drops someone's jaw faster than they can say, I want one. And that shiny piece of jewelry puts you right in the spotlight. If that's the feeling you're after, satisfy that craving at eBay. That's where the thrill of the find meets that feeling of real. Go ahead. Type it in. Anything. Hit search and boom, you'll know when you find it. Let's call it a real scroll stopper. Right next to it, you'll see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee. That's how you know it's the real deal. And that's also how you know that eBay's got your back. They're making sure that authenticity is always in reach with real experts checking the things you love. Shop with confidence knowing that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is authentic through a hands-on, detailed inspection by real people who are real experts and love this stuff just as much as you do. Sneaker authenticators who make sure each pair is as authentic as it is fresh. Streetwear experts who know real head-to-toe. Handbag authenticators who've had a handle on all the details. Watch experts who know all of the watchouts and jewelry experts making sure that jaw-dropping piece is jaw-droppingly real eBay's authenticity experts are on a mission to make sure when the thing you love arrives, it's as authentic as your style. All this to say, when you find it on eBay, you found it for real. So hit that buy it now button with confidence. And when it finally hits your doorstep, know that the only thing unreal is the moment you unbox it. Knowing it's authentic without a doubt, that's something you have to experience for yourself. At eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then... Fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. I am really upset because I just realized that the Sex in the City revival hasn't even started filming. I thought it was pretty much done and it was going to come out soon. I had no idea that it was like not even in production yet. And do you read the stories or do you just read the headlines? I read the headlines. Oh, okay. <laughs> when, when SJP made that post, I, I saw it. I'm like, not a word of this has been written yet. Like they, they don't even know what this <laughs> is going to yeah, be. There's not a chance. I was like, are we not getting this to like 2023 at this point? Yeah. Yeah, because all the stories keep coming out about like, he's not in it. He is going to yeah. be in it. He's in it. They're in right. it. It's like, okay, they don't know what they're doing quite yet. Oh, not a clue. It's doomed. I'm not looking forward to this at all. I wanted <laughs> to stop. Doomed. Please stop. You think it's going to be bad? I think it's going to be really bad. I- I'm really dreading it as a fan. I I'll know. Honestly, it, I'm kind but... of scared of it, too. I'll be tuned in, but I mean, for sure. If I may, oh. You said the same thing about the Friends reunion. And we all were happy with the Friends reunion, right? Yes. That's a good point. But the parts that we were hesitant about of the Friends reunion, I still didn't love about the Friends reunion. But also, it's different. The Friends reunion was a reunion. Sex and City, Mm -hmm. they're trying to continue the story. Oh, you're right. It's scripted. Yeah. Which is concerning. Oh, it's scary for sure. Yeah. And honestly, that picture didn't... I mean, it was nice to see them together again, but that picture didn't fill me with excitement. They yeah. didn't seem overly excited in the photo. <laughs> and that's all I'll say about that. Um, yeah. But maybe they just had a long day and someone was like, let's have a picture. I, you know, let's, won't get into that too much. <laughs> all I have to say, I don't even know if I'm, I don't know if I've shared this story on the podcast before, but I was um, Sarah Jessica Parker's escort for Jingle Ball. This was like years mm. ago. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. In New York. And I was, I mean, I've been a huge Sex and City fan since I was in high school. So I was like, inside shaking crumbling but i kept my cool and she brought her son with her and she like so before i met her i was shaking the second i met her she could not have been more like loving and sweet she was like fangirling over the people like you know how when you um when you go to shows or radio shows there's a bunch of artists from you know different just a bunch of different artists. So they have all their names kind of like Megan Trainer that way, Sam Smith that way, mm-hmm. Nick Jonas that way, you know, with arrows. She right. saw the, the the wall with all the signs and she was freaking out and like taking pictures of it. And just so cute and unfazed by the fact that like she is Sarah just Sarah yeah. Jessica Parker. Yeah. And so um, I brought her to her seats and then she had to do, she did like a stage announcement. So while she was in the green room reading through her script, I took her son to meet, I think he met Sam Smith and Nick Jonas and I got him a picture with both of them and she could not have been more grateful. She said, thank you probably a thousand times to me. I I will never forget that experience because she was everything I wanted her to be times a hundred. And then when I was walking her out, she asked me if I wanted a picture with her and I said no, because I was just trying to be professional. And still to this day, it's my biggest regret in life. She asked you <laughs> if you wanted a picture and you said no? no. No, like she wasn't like, oh, I love you. Let's take a picture. She was just like, yeah, the girl that she was with her handler said like, or not her handler, her PR or whatever said, do you want to take a photo before we leave? And I said, no, I said, no, I said, it was just such a pleasure. You, you know, thank you so much. I'm such a fan because I'd said I was a fan. I was trying to be professional. That is called a miss. That a is called a swing miss. 
and a miss. I know. And you never, the entire time, let down your professionalism? No. Wow. Is that not the Tanya that we know? Like, there's something that's so genuine about Tanya. I think what people love about her is that she is such a fangirl. This is earlier in your, like, before you kind of... Before on air, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So you were, like, trying to... I definitely said I was a fan, but I wasn't, like... Like I am such Inside, a Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm such a Charlotte. You have no idea. <laughs> like I bought fake nipples because of Samantha. Like all that stuff. Like I didn't do that, but I definitely said I was a fan. Okay. Yeah. It's like I can't even picture you like not just be, like raving to someone about how much you love them. I know. I know. I'm pretty sure I did it to the publicist, which is probably why <laughs> she asked if I wanted a picture. She's like, but awesome. I didn't do it to Sarah Jessica Parker herself, which I am proud of myself for. <clears throat> proud of that for you. But can you believe the memory will just be with me forever? You know what I have that memory about was when I was on the plane with Ellen Pompeo and her family. And I asked her husband instead of just asking her because it crushed my spirits regardless. I know. Do you regret that? Yeah. I wish I, w- I think that she would have, even if she didn't want to, I feel like she may have said yes. Cause everyone, always talks about how nice like when they've met her in the wild that she's so nice yeah but i don't know i, I think you played that right actually you, I think oh, asking really? the husband, yeah, yeah i do i think it could to get a gauge otherwise it could have gone even worse if you go straight to her and she'd like you know been like then you don't want that i would have been left in just sheer crumbles yeah. yeah, that would have been tragic. And I had Testing I was like waters. so hungover from the night before New York that like if that rejection on top of how I was feeling, I'd still be laying on the floor at LAX <laughs> all these years later. <laughs> I can't I haven't really honestly, could you imagine anybody that you love that much not being even if she said no not to for a photo, I feel like she would say it in a nice way. Yeah. But like, no is still, no matter how nice you say it, no is like... You would understand that, though. I do understand. Yeah. Her husband telling me no, I understood, but it still was rejection. And that's how Sarah Jessica Parker felt. She wanted to pitch with Tanya. Yeah, Tanya, and Tanya like, no, said no. no. I'm good. Nope. Exactly. Pass. Tanya crushed her dreams. <laughs> it's the opposite, you guys. Complete <laughs> opposite. Like, ah. But honestly... That's why I don't want to meet my heroes because I feel like I feel like it, nothing really good can come of that. I'm not going to have anything interesting to say. They're not going to gain anything from meeting me. I'm a waste of their time. That's I, just, not I don't true. see anything good coming from no, it. Do you remember when Shakira came in studio and I told I was so nervous because I told her about my Shakira John Mayer fan club? Yeah, I do remember that. She could not have been sweeter about it. Like truly could not have been yeah. sweeter about it. And I, I get that. I get it. They're a little bit on. They're doing promo. They're in, you know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. not in the wild per se. But she came back to like that back room where I sat. She didn't do it on air. She did it all on the side, away from cameras. And she was so like cute about it. Well, because no one else in the world has a John Mayer Shakira Synergy <laughs> Club. 
So like that was the first and last you'd ever hear about something like that. John Mayer's reaction was, why did he have to share the, the club with Shakira? Do you remember that? <laughs> yes, I do. I yes. was like, because I was the president and I loved you both equally. So yeah, that's it's, why. It's just so I would never choose the like I, if you were like name two artists who would be like in a synergy club together, which whatever the hell that is, I'd be like, <laughs> you know, what Shakira and... I don't know, like Ricky Martin or Shakira and J-Lo, or I'd be like John Mayer and uh, Ingrid Michaelson. You know, I would like have, it's just like you would. Oh, the vibes. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. vibes are different. John Mayer was for my, um, my angsty, sad mm-hmm. portions of my teenage years. And the Shakira was for the like vibrant, fun part of me. Who do you uh, listen to now when you're angsty? Olivia Rodrigo. Oh mm. yeah. Oh yeah. Sometimes when I'm singing along to Brutal or like listening and she's like says something about like being seventeen and I just want to die and I'm like, oh she's seventeen. <laughs> well, technically I think she's eighteen now. She is. I yeah. That song when I'm but were you an Avril Lavigne fan when you were younger? Um, not like I actually appreciate her music more now than oh. I did in the heat of the moment. <sighs> Hold on. I forget the name, but you all will just... Oh, is just... it the one? You can say what I want to say. Oh, I say I want to blow you away. Be with you every night. Do you oh, like you guys... when I start singing, Tanya panics and has to like jump in, but like can't get there soon enough? <laughs> there are like, oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, I liked all her like, her ones when that were on TRL. Gone. Oh, <laughs> Honestly, Avril losing grip. If oh. anybody needs like a, just a moment to feel things, to just feel every feeling they've ever felt, take a listen to an Avril Lavigne album. And I will like I used to write but her and Michelle Branch. I used to write all their song lyrics in journals and I would just write them <laughs> over and over and over again. I would draw the guy's name. I would draw stick figures and just write the lyrics. Just write them out yeah. as I wow. listen to the song on I repeat. Was- a skater. He was a skater boy. I said, "See you, See you later, later boy. boy." I mean, those weren't even her best ones. That's Do you what I'm have saying. Any of your old journals here? No, not oh. here. I, something I'd have to go to my parents' house and look through because I, I'm going to need some readings of those one day if you're able to locate them. I'm telling you, Avril Lavigne just did it. Like that was the first. I went to Hollywood and Highland. I I think I ditched school that day because she was performing at Hollywood and Highland. Whoa. Because I wanted to see her so bad. Did On you Ryan's know? show? I think it was Ryan's show, yeah. Did you ever hear me about my story when I, I had just moved to San Diego and I there Demi Lovato was going to be at the opening of the Microsoft store in the mall. And so I went with a friend and the first 50 people in line got to go in and do a meet and greet with her. I was going for my youngest sister, Hink. It's her birthday today, by the way. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, Hink. Um, I was going to get her an autograph. and Your sister's a Gemini? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I waited all night, like did not sleep. The sun comes up. It's finally time. She's arrived. We're all the first 50 of us are just exhausted. We go in and she literally, we like get... (laughs) They won't let us have our phones out. She takes just like a poster of herself and just signs her name and hands it and like smiles at me. And that was it. I didn't get like two uh, ink. I didn't get anything. No. I was like, oh my gosh. I just wasted a whole night of sleep for 
nothing even personalized. I could have bought this that is, off a. This is Demi Lovato. Haven't we covered this before? This is what she does. This is who she is. I feel like Demi Lovato. If I saw her now at a meet and greet, we could have a conversation. Yeah. Tanya has a video of her like trying to be friendly to her, and she just <laughs> walks right by. I don't have a great opinion of her. That was my chick well, loves Tanya. I know she, she does. Yeah, she does. She does. She does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So the video Mark's talking about is because okay, when you're on a press line and you're you're press <laughs> and the artist isn't doing press, they're gonna skip by you, right? But so me, Tanya, like thinking like, oh, Debbie loves me. I'll just like wait. What was this for? Uh, I can't remember exactly what carpet it was. To be honest. I can't remember, but was she it just, recent? No, no. Oh, okay. This was like I mean a few years ago. Okay. M- more recent than not. Okay. But uh and so yeah, I was like shouting her name out. But I I to her defense, you she can't stop and just say hi to me because then all no, the it's not. Look, Selena Gomez loves Tanya. A lot of the artists to come on our show love Tanya. Uh-huh. Demi Lovato loves Tanya with quotations around it. It's like a showbiz loves Tanya. <gasps> Oh, I don't Mar. think so. I think, I think so. I think Damn. her team was probably just like, listen, you can't stop. If you stop there, you're going to stop by every single person. Yeah. And then everybody's going to be like, no, I wait, talk to us, talk to us, la la. Well, I think if I had, if I got to see Jimmy Lovato now, we would have, I could get a signed autograph for Hink. That's it, what I truly believe. If I may stand up for Demi Lovato, when, when I first moved to Los Angeles in 2012, she was on the cover of Seventeen magazine and she did a signing at the Grove and me and my friend Andy waited in a very long line and she signed my copy of Seventeen magazine and she talked to me for like three minutes and I was just a fan. Three whole and, minutes. Uh, three whole minutes. And, uh, and I, I told her uh, how much I, I loved her on Sunday with a Chance and we had a fun discussion. I <laughs> and actually... she was super nice. I think that was around the same time. Was she at the Microsoft store? No, she was at Barnes oh. and Noble oh. at the Grove. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm I like I said, I think it was just she was there and they were like, "Listen, you only have time to sign sign autograph, like sign your name and that's yeah. no time with or pictures." I feel like Mark is forgetting our love fest when she came on to premiere Heart Attack. On the show. On the show is different. <laughs> and I was singing the <laughs> He's lyrics. He's basically saying she likes you if it benefits her on radio. Sad. Yes, it's on the radio. That's different. She's ha- she loves you the way Ariana Grande is really happy to be there for the interview. Oh, sad. Damn. She's not. <laughs> But she puts on a happy face and pretends to be. Uh, <laughs> so that's a, well, listen, that, uh, sorry to crush your dreams, but. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like, I think the love is real. I feel it in my heart in places. Yeah, in places. In places in my heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, where are we going with that? The Avril. Where are, we, where are we going ever? We just, well, we show, were somebody about, just throws out a topic and an hour about, later we stopped and recorded. We were talking <laughs> about Sex and the City reboot and then we got into Sarah Jessica Parker and then you said that was your regret and then I said my regret was not getting a photo with Ellen Pompeo. Oh, right, right, right. And then I <laughs> brought up my experience waiting in line for an autograph. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to meet Avril Lavigne because truly that was just like a a moment in my teenage years where I'm going to revisit that album and, and, and really just get to it. You're just like sending red star, like angsty text. And he's like, what? Yeah. What's going (laughs) on? I thought we were just fine. (laughs) Yeah. But you actually, this reminds me of, um, the music that's coming out is, I mean, who, uh, Maroon five just came out their album. It's actually really good. If you're 
in your backyard barbecuing this summer maroon five it's a really nice one to throw on there specific okay uh who else there was another a sophia carson song that just came out what mm. vibe is that Bar- barbecue no that is like that is late night car ride a late night car okay. ride if you're feeling everybody can feel the lyrics of that song there are specific lyrics in that song that have to do with my breakup and so i was gonna I, ask if that was the one but i didn't know if i was allowed to ask yeah <laughs> so that one just hits me a little different wait like literally yeah and then lord wow lord just came out with a new single oh yeah and it's oh, coming yeah. out with an album and i am a massive lord fan so i've been going uh, green light did not get the credit it deserved and that homemade dynamite great song that whole album was that really whole album, good yeah super cut like all those songs yeah. were so good and didn't get the credit they deserved we're gonna get a new billy eilish album this summer mm. we're gonna get a new drake album before the end of this summer uh we're going to get a Doja Cat album next weekend. It's like an embarrassment of riches. I don't even know what to do. Oh, we're getting a new Ed Sheeran song soon. Like, mm-hmm. hello. What is Ed Sheeran song going to be for? What do you mean? Well, Maroon 5 is for barbecue. Oh, I don't know. I haven't oh. heard it. So I, it's hard to say. But I Am know. I the only one that loves the new Calvin Harris song? Because I think it's really good. And I played it for my kids and they loved it. I don't. I'm not familiar with it. At the it's moment. a grower, not a shower. Oh. The first, oh, it was a shower for me. The, first time I heard it, I was like, this is amazing. The first time I heard it, I was kind of like, this is lame. And it's grown on me. Like, wow. I'm enjoying it now. Uh, let's see what I've been listening to. Because y'all are talking about <laughs> things that I have no idea what you're talking about. I've been listening to Unwind the 2000s. Um, <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, no, no, sorry, 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 sorry. These are my recent playlists I've listened to. Sour, Olivia Rodrigo, 2000's Heartache, which has like Collide and Come On Get Higher and uh, Burn. <gasps> Come slow- On Get Higher, Loosen My Lips, Faith Slow Dancing in a Burning Room. My hips. <gasps> um, Who sings that song? Matt Nathanson. Matt Nathanson. Dude. <laughs> Out of the Woods uh, Radio, which has some just bops. I Quit Drinking, the new Kelsey Ballerina li- oh, with uh, yeah, Lainey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really good. Um, Chance, Haley Kiyoko Radio, um, yeah, Dreams, Fleetwood Mac. Like, it's just, I got a, <laughs> wow. yeah, wow. assortment of, so like when y'all talk about new music, I don't know it until it goes on one of those playlists I listen to. <laughs> oh, geez. Are you familiar with the new BTS song? No. Oh my God. You're missing out. Summer, summer is just, you're missing I out. I'm not, I don't, I'm not loving butter. Oh, I am. It's good. To me, it, it I, feels like, um, it just feels overly calculated to be a summer song. They really wanted to make a song of summer and it just feels like out of a laboratory to me. Yeah. I like dynamite much more. Really? Yeah. I see. I'm like, I feel like they did it. They hit the nail on the head with it. Yeah. I think butter is fine. I just think that dynamite was to borrow a phrase, it was dynamite. It blew me up. Have you have you not heard the new Lord song? I listened to it once. I think that might be a grower, not a shower. It for me. is so cute. I can't handle it. Like the lyrics or how it sounds? Uh, how it sounds? Oh, it's oh, so cute. It, it's so cute. I like. Uh, I, 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 I was in a loving life this weekend because I just had so much new music to consume. Hmm. I, I like that Lord song, but someone on Twitter layered uh, a like legal disclaimer for like an antidepressant medication on top of it. And it sounded too <laughs> perfect. Like, it's like try Primavera. It results may vary, you know, like that kind of thing. And it's, it worked really well, but the, the song is very good. I just thought that was a funny, <laughs> something funny. 
Wait, it's so funny. So the day that Sophia wrote that song, she came home and we were FaceTiming and she was like, so I wrote a song uh, inspired by partially by you and I was like let's hear it so I hear it and we like recorded the FaceTime of when I heard it uh-huh. and like my face just literally you can see it you can't hear it because when you record FaceTime yeah. you can't hear anything but you just see it in my face where I'm like <gasps> it's so good and then she and her sister got in the car I didn't realize that they were coming to get me Oh. But they got in the car and we were still FaceTiming and chatting, da da da. And they said, come outside. And they'd come to my apartment. So I got in the car and we just like drove around for an hour, just like listening to it on repeat and just singing it at the top of our lungs. It was so cute. It's a memory I will never forget. I was laughing because your post about that and how close your face is to the <laughs> FaceTime. And you're like, yeah. And yes, I always FaceTime this close to the camera. And I'm like, I know that, but it was funny. Like realizing that Tanya talks like with the phone right here. Yeah. Like when I do it, I don't even want to be that up close. Like I FaceTime like this. Yes. <laughs> so my face is I. I've never seen my face like that because I've never you can't. I can't. You're small. I'm small in mine in my own phone. So seeing it from somebody else's phone was quite jarring. Actually, <laughs> that's why when you FaceTime, I'm like, all right, here we go. She's gonna be right there. Yeah. Like there's no screen. It's just my. face like there's nothing yeah. there's no space around your it. face is the screen yeah when is that song out because i think scrubbers are really really gonna want to hear it it's out it's called oh. uh it's called I he love, love he loves me but oh he loves me but mm-hmm. that one's about you or inspired partially inspired by you correct and where were you in the in the uh heartache breakup process when they came and got you and debuted that song for you it's <sighs> a good question it's a couple months ago so like well, y'all were only broken, what, two months? Three, two or three months, yeah. Two and a half months. Yeah, so in the middle of it. Somewhere in the middle of it. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to remember, like, when I was in the depths of a breakup, if a major recording artist came by my house, you know, Adam Duritz, Accounting Crows, comes by and says, hey, get in the car. I wrote a song about your situation. Let's go drive around and sing it. I'm like, whoa, that's yeah. a pretty cool thing. It, well, honestly, it really was because it was just, like, so real. You know what I mean? Like, I've never experienced something so raw and real before. Yeah. That is really cool. I don't, I don't know how I'd even react if someone did that for me. Yeah, it's cool. My heartbreak I mean, honestly, has been turned into a But song. that's what everybody does. They draw inspiration from, you know what I mean, the mm-hmm. people in their lives and, you know, things like that. So it's, it makes sense. But, yeah, it was really funny because when the song came out, I had Red Star listen to it. Does like, he know? Yeah, of course. Uh-oh. He was like, I'm really conflicted about the song because I love it, but. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so there is, I got on Facebook this morning and there was this anonymous post posted by the moderators. Mark, I just sent it to you. I was going to see if you could read it. It's funny. I saw this one. I've also read this one. I was curious about y'all's perspective on it because like I have a thought process about it, but I was curious about y'all, you know, being in a marriage and um, as men, so. I, was, okay. I just sent it uh, to you to read. Sure. And I, I'll clean it up a little bit so it's not awkward. My husband and I have been married for two years and he makes significantly more money than I do. Three times more. We are combined financially, but recently he has been acting like he has control over me financially and is expecting and asking for more and more BJs because he supports us. He has been saying how he would love for me to take the initiative and give him frequent 
BJ's, one to two a week. He says it's an easy way for me to make him feel special and appreciated since he is the one providing us the lifestyle we live. I do the laundry, the cooking, the cleaning, the shopping. I keep the house afloat. We're pretty traditional in that sense. Before we got married, we made it clear we both agreed on these traditional marital roles. Mm. I've been very, very explicit with him that I never want money to be tied to sex and him leveraging money with expectations. But he's having a hard time understanding. Look, I genuinely love doing that, and he usually gets like two a month, but he wants more. Has anyone else been in this situation? I'm sure many people would suggest counseling, but I'm just seeing if there's advice or anything I should do first. It's not ruining our marriage, but it's a definite challenge we're facing, and we're leveraging money with sexual expectations, and I don't love that. Thank you, everyone. Oh, I'm fired up. (laughs) Yeah, well, I... I felt fired up as well. And I think majority of the comments were feeling the same thing. Should we take a break and discuss? Sure. All right. Wow. Cliffhanger. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They know the feeling and their authenticity experts live for it. When that sneaker sole hits the court and hits you right in your soul. When catching a streetwear drop means everyone else is catching envy. When that watch seems to stop time, that handbag drops someone's jaw faster than they can say, I want one. And that shiny piece of jewelry puts you right in the spotlight. If that's the feeling you're after, satisfy that craving at eBay. That's where the thrill of the find meets that feeling of real. Go ahead. Type it in. Anything. Hit search and boom, you'll know when you find it. Let's call it a real scroll stopper. Right next to it, you'll see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee. That's how you know it's the real deal. And that's also how you know that eBay's got your back. They're making sure that authenticity is always in reach with real experts checking the things you love. Shop with confidence knowing that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is authentic through a hands-on, detailed inspection by real people who are real experts and love this stuff just as much as you do. Sneaker authenticators who make sure each pair is as authentic as it is fresh. Streetwear experts who know real head-to-toe. Handbag authenticators who've had a handle on all the details. Watch experts who know all of the watchouts and jewelry experts making sure that jaw-dropping piece is jaw-droppingly real eBay's authenticity experts are on a mission to make sure when the thing you love arrives, it's as authentic as your style. All this to say, when you find it on eBay, you found it for real. So hit that buy it now button with confidence. And when it finally hits your doorstep, know that the only thing unreal is the moment you unbox it. Knowing it's authentic without a doubt, that's something you have to experience for yourself. At eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay authenticity guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. 
I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, we're back. So basically, she said she didn't want to leverage their financial situation with sex and like how often they're having sex or sexual favors, whatever. Um, and then his response is that it makes him feel special and cared for, I guess, as being like the breadwinner. <laughs> and I was like flabbergasted because I... I would have a really hard time with that and also feel very um, manipulated, I guess, is the word that I would feel. I don't know. But I, I didn't I don't like it. But I um, that was my opinion. But I found it interesting to see like two different sides of how people were responding to it. Oh, how are people responding to it? Well, some people were like, you know, he communicated his needs to you and said that that's something that makes him feel special. So like maybe you can have a conversation about how it made you feel in return so y'all can meet in the middle. And then some people were like, absolutely not. This is so disrespectful to you. Like you're not a I don't know, sex worker or whatever. So it got pretty, it got a little like, you know, in my mind, like when I open the comments i quickly expected it to be like no way this is crazy and then there were some other opinions i was curious about and curious about mark and easton's opinion as married men who obviously probably enjoy a blowjob twice a month at least <laughs> easton you want to go first <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, okay. First, this sucks. This whole thing sucks. Pardon the pun. But here's <laughs> oh, the thing. Wow. I think... I think that marriage, if you look at a marriage or a relationship as transactional like that, like he, or also we can't forget, she has a job. She contributes financially to this. She just doesn't make as much as he does. But if you look at it, like he makes the money, I do the cleaning. He, uh, pays the bills. I suck his wiener, mm-hmm. you know, like that's, I think that it should be both of you as a team working towards the same goal. I don't think it should be like you do this and I do this in exchange for that. Uh, yeah, th- this dude sucks big time. Uh, also, I don't want to shame anyone for what they're into sexually, but I just think every time I hear a guy who's really into, I don't think we can say the word, but BJ's he's like really into it, like demanding them all the time, like obsessed with it. It's always been a red flag. There's always mm-hmm. some weird hang up there. And I think so, it's a power thing. Yes. Yes, definitely. So like, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to turn one down, but like it's, I just think that like, he's like demanding that specifically. There's a really weird hang up there. This man needs therapy so badly. Right. Cause he's demanding that he's not demanding Sex. intercourse. You know, yeah. Demanding, yeah, exactly. That's it. That's really it's, an interesting thing. It and is an interesting right. point, but, but I also feel maybe, and uh, I'm not defending him. I'm just playing devil's advocate. If maybe she's like, I don't want, I don't need or want sex because that's her decision if she wants intercourse so it could be that he like knows she doesn't want that so he's like well could be yeah. i need something and that's what makes me feel good but i i'm the same way as you easton in like a relationship like if you're constantly it's tit for tat every single time you do something because like there are so many stay-at-home moms who keep the house clean or watch, keep the kids alive and watch the kids who are exhausted by the time their partner gets home, who may be making the money financially. And the last thing they want to do is have a scheduled amount of times for BJ's because their husband needs that because he's bringing in the money. So I just felt like rageful for the people who the women who stay home and like that's their job and it's so valuable and important. And just because it's not the same financial income to make it seem like he could leverage that. I don't know. Just sat with, it didn't sit well with me. It's not sitting well with me either. (laughs) And let me tell you why, because first of all, tying sexual, anything to money is so beyond like, I've not married. I've never been married, but that's not marriage to me. Like I just, I can't even wrap my head around that. I think when you're in a partnership and you're in a loving, committed relationship, you should both be wanting to please the other person sexually. And it like, for me, I like giving BJ. So I offered to do it all the time. Cause I just like, like it. I also like doing other things all the time. Do you know what I mean? So to me, it's not like, I just want to make sure that and, and he can say if he wants or if he doesn't want whatever, but I never want that to be tied. If it was, if that was ever tied to s- some financial part of anything, I would feel the complete opposite. I would never want to do it. I would start resenting him. I would like, I just feel like that's not the way to go about it. And then second of all, I have this thing where I feel like whatever the way that you want to be in a marriage is up to you. If you want to, you know, if there is a money, um, you know, some person brings in a lot more money than the other. I think as long as you 
I think that you lose a bit of yourself when you are completely dependent on somebody else. So I feel like I have a girlfriend who her husband makes a lot of money and she doesn't need to work. So she quit her job, her corporate job, because it was she was just losing herself, which I get it. Right. And she didn't need to work. Um, and nothing bad happened in their in their marriage. But she basically was like, I want to make something, even if it's a little bit, a little something so that I am not completely dependent on another human being. That's not myself. Because I think if you are, if you can be independent in a relationship, even in a 20 year marriage, there's something that just levels it out. So it's like, like she said that she does have a job and Mm -hmm. she is contributing. So I feel as though she didn't lose that part. Cause I think sometimes when you lose that part, that's when things start to get shaky Mm -hmm. and you start to please the other person. You don't really Mm -hmm. have your own needs or wants you just want to like please the other person Mm -hmm. so I don't know I don't even know what I would do in this situation well I think having a conversation because he might listen I don't know him and I would like to give him the benefit of the doubt and she seems so like the way she presented it seemed like so sweet and like she was just genuinely seeking advice and I hope for her sake that he's a better guy than it came across in the little information we got. But I think just having a conversation and being like, I just want you to know this is how it made me feel. Like we talked about not leveraging sex and money. And it it really hurt my feelings that like my worth in this sense is being connected to how many sexual favors I'm doing versus how much money I'm making compared to you. Like I think having a conversation about it and if he is does not accept it or isn't even willing to hear her out, then I think it's kind of like I can't. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. One of Red Star's texts popped up on the computer. And I don't know like, how to unsync my computer and my really phone. Really funny. Not sexual. Just funny. Um, but yeah, I think having a conversation about it because I do think if he came to her and, and said it in more of like, hey, I'm not expecting you to want to have like sex all the time if that isn't something you want all the time. But I have like needs and, you know, this if we can maybe meet in the middle. But I don't know. I think it comes a lot to communicating. I just don't want her to feel like that's not healthy what's happening, in my opinion. Yeah. It's just a conversation that they have to have separately. It's got to be, uh, you have to have your expectations in a relationship and you got to communicate those to your partner and you got to figure out where, how it's going to work for both of you. Um, he can take care of his own needs if he needs to, right? I mean, it sounds like he wants a servant more than he wants a wife, the way that she wrote this. And again, hope that's not yeah, the case. Same. They just have to be, it's church and state. You got to have completely separate, there's got to be a wall up between those two sides of the relationship. But also, I, I don't like that she, she makes such a big deal out of the fact that he makes triple what she does. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It all goes into one pile. That yeah. should yeah. never even be an issue. You're a team. Like I've never, you know, you always hear about these, um, you know, CEOs or actors or whatever, and they get a divorce and, and the wife gets half the money. That always made sense to me because he's out working, but she's doing, she's raising the kids and she's doing all this stuff in the house or whatever it is. You're a team. All this stuff has mm-hmm. to get done. You're just kind of dividing it up however it works. But she is an equal contributor to this relationship, mm-hmm. even though she makes a, a less than he does. It's an, it needs to be an equal partnership, or it's never going to work. Yeah, yeah. I just sent you another another post from the oh. group. Lovely. I'm just seeking out <laughs> advice column. Here's Rebecca. Wow. Uh, I have not received. Oh, here it is. Yeah, here it is. Oh, that will just make me so mad. So mad. Mm-hmm. 
All right, I'm reading this one cold. Let's see how it is. Help, my husband and I's, uh, right there, my husband and my <laughs> sex life is not great. For context, I'm 26. We're on kid number two. We've been married for over three years. We waited till we got married for each other. But prior to him, I had a long-term boyfriend that I did sleep with. And shamefully to say, it was like really, really good. My husband is not experienced, which praise be, that is so often, and I'm proud of that, but he is scared to experiment. He doesn't touch me. He doesn't like me touching him. It's basically just kissing with his shirt on and then one position of the deed and then done. And let me tell you, my husband is smoking hot, so I don't think it's an insecurity thing. I brought up the idea of getting a vibrator to get things going a little better, but last night when I wanted to bring it out, it was a hard no from him. He said it was weird, and after that, we didn't even continue. Just went to bed. I'm sad, frustrated, discouraged, and not sure what to do. How do I spice things up with a husband that isn't willing to get out of his comfort zone? Well, for starters, save the toys. You need an icebreaker before you, if he's wearing his t-shirt while you're having sex and you bring out a toy. I'm going to tell you, he's going to be like, no. So let's pump the brakes on the toys for a minute. Just for a minute. But I think the toy is more so that she's getting pleasure and he doesn't feel like the pressure of giving her the pleasure, like it all being on him. That's not what he sees it as. No, that's not what he sees it as. It makes him feel inadequate and it makes him feel uncomfortable. So I don't really, this is, I'm just, this is my suggestion. Get super drunk. That's how good things always start. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so get super drunk and like, I don't want to say talk dirty, but like tell him how hot he is and like what he like that he burns your loins and like, Please don't say that. That is not sexy. However, she wants to say it, but just like give him like dirty talk, like just make him feel super hot and like what he does to you internally. And I think that could rev his engines Let's a little bit. Let's let the men talk about what what they would want to hear. Burning the loins. <laughs> I try to stay away from a burning sensation down there. That's the goal, typically. I think this is really common, especially when you wait um, to have sex with one person. Like, I think everyone goes through the like awkward, like, I don't know what I'm doing stress of having the first time. And it just happens to be that his first time was with his wife. And so he's still maybe, I don't know, maybe he hasn't found his confidence because he's been scared of the feeling of not performing to the ability that you want, you know, yeah, or but if he's only letting you be, if only, only doing it in one position, like, flip around and be like ha ha <laughs> she said he doesn't want to touch her and he won't let her touch him well she put touching in quotes i'm not sure what to make of that like no like well no uh, i think they probably fondling or yeah i'm thinking I, 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 like I, I i read that as digital stimulation digital <laughs> With the, i love digital manipulation and stimulation Wait, it's the best what is that what is, do you this think is a digit this is a digit oh your fingers so they just like put the we put it in. They just kiss and and well, insert? she said basically he has a shirt on and they kiss and then one position, which I'm assuming is missionary, and it's done. So it doesn't sound like she's really getting much from the sex experience. 
That's what I'm saying. She needs to. I know. I'm in deep in thought. Tanya's buffering right yeah. now. Yeah. I'm deep in thought because I'm trying to figure out how she can like really do it in the moment to where. I, see, that's the thing. I think that's the mistake. You're oh. doing it in the moment. I think you guys have to have a conversation that's removed from all of it. And we need to get into a little bit why he's like this. And you may know why he's like this. Maybe he's deeply religious and is and feels like he's doing something wrong. Um, maybe he's insecure. Look, the hottest guys have insecurities. Everybody has insecurities. It could be that. There could be some shame that's associated with it that was inflicted by his parents or something. So I think a lot of conversation, I think therapy would be great, but conversation is going to help you get closer to it. Mm -hmm. And it might be as simple as a conversation of finding out what he likes, what he would be into, but doing it far removed from a bedroom clothes removal situation that's going to make him um, freeze up. I, I will say there is so if he if they're religious, which I mean, normally the choice to wait until marriage is normally associated with religion. And there's a lot of shame and guilt specifically in the church and religion associated with sex and like using toys and masturbation. Like there's so much guilt and shame associated with that, that he still, even though he's married and doing it in the context with which you know, religion says it's okay. He still can't get over what has been ingrained in him about... It's hard to flip that switch. It's so... I mean, I... Believe me, I speak from experience, not so much in the same area, but even like being a virgin and choosing to wait. And then when I had sex, like the guilt and shame I felt. Yeah. And it's like, it really is ingrained in you. And like, it's not like all of a sudden you can get married and just like turn it off. Like for some people, it's not that easy. So I agree with Mark. I think it's having a conversation that's not in the moment or in the bedroom. I think it's talking about it and being honest. And I do think seeing a counselor, or therapist, whatever, if, even if it's through your church or if it is, if you're religious, talking to someone about it who can help because eventually that is going to be a problem and you're going to maybe start hiding and doing things on your own like that makes that forms like a what am I trying to say like a tough spot in y'all's relationship like if I don't know, I'm just saying I think you guys are really um not giving a credit to a nice little sexy lingerie outfit with some stilettos and a little I know, dance no. show Not saying, Ooh, yeah. do you know what, do you know what that thing does to, <laughs> no, to my vagina? His wife, his oh. wife's like being like a stripper. It's going to make him really uncomfortable. But and, and what Not if stripper? That's what it sounds like you're doing. But what, if, <laughs> but what if, what if that's not what <laughs> is missing for him? And then he doesn't react the way she needs. And then her, she's like hurt. And that's what will happen. Yeah. And she'll be very rejected. I, I think, you know, I, I've said this kind of happened to me. You know, when I was a kid, I was told drinking is wrong. Drugs are wrong. Mm -hmm. Smoking is wrong. Coffee is wrong. Because I was like five. And that switch never flipped for me. And now I'm almost 50. And I still don't do any of those things because that switch is still in the wrong position. I think this guy just needs time. Mm -hmm. I think I think you've not been married that long. I think it's going to come around, but it's going to take a lot of conversation and a lot of time. A lot of baby steps. I thought I wasn't allowed to love Jennifer Aniston because I found out she smoked and I like cigarettes. And my mom had told me that that was really bad. And so like I always held on to that like, wow. like oh my gosh, she's like not a good role model for me. Does she Thank still smoke cigarettes? I don't know, but who cares? <laughs> I know, but that's interesting because she's so like, 
yoga girl. Oh, yeah. Did you see yeah. that trailer for season two of The Morning Show? I haven't seen it yet. I have oh, not looks seen good. it. Looks really good. Um, anyways, Anonymous, I hope that everything works out for both of our Anonymous writers because y'all both seem like awesome and your husbands just need a little, some conversation, some hard conversations. And just Tanya saying, is- flip it, flip it down, <laughs> scrub it and reverse it. Just oh my see what he does. You don't know. Flip it down. If she's saying they only do it in one position, she can like flip around and like face another way and he doesn't want he's going to be uncomfortable with that well you know what you know what happens when you're uncomfortable sometimes his wife is on a pedestal yeah you know what i mean then let's get a pedestal and bring that in the bedroom (laughs) wear a crown i don't know Oh, poor Red Star. What a yeah, guy. right. Poor Red Star. <laughs> no, actually, yeah, yeah no. you're right. Never That's mind. That's not the message here. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky Red Star is yeah, more like it. Yeah, you're right. It. You're now, right. He's... When we get back to the Yam t-shirt, then it's poor Red Star. Exactly. But in this case, it's not. It's the opposite. <laughs> no. I'm just saying Tanya's just like, turn around. Do you know what to do to my loins? <laughs> do you know what that thing does to me? <laughs> He's like, just turn around. <laughs> oh, well, I feel like I always try and make like dirty jokes to the point now where like it's almost laughable. And I'm like, this isn't quite what I was going for when I was, you know. Will you please do me a favor? Okay, there's this like, it was a while ago that it went viral, but I still see them every now and then where, um, the couple will be at like a family function and the girl will send the guy like a really dirty text and film him like checking his phone. And the reactions are so funny. That's so good. I know you should do a reel or TikTok. <laughs> Maybe I'll do it tonight. Yeah. Or just like for, you know, me, send it to me. Yeah. Know. It doesn't have to be public. I just <laughs> Wait, wanted- that could be funny. Cause we're going to dinner with, uh, his cousin. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Um, all right. Well, un- you know, unfortunately, the time has come to end this podcast. Oh, shucks. But it was a good one. I feel good about it. I, I don't even remember what we talked about. It was a lot. There was a lot <laughs> that we talked about. So I don't know either. But um, hope you all have a great week. And we'll be back next Monday. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Bye. Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york happy pride from tomboy x celebrating pride and the queer community all year queer founded queer run and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear swimwear and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin 
Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.